You're listening to the Debut Collective Podcast. I'm Safina. And I'm Erin. We're the co-founders of the Debut Collective. We're having real conversations about what it means to be a working mom in the world today. We're sharing new ideas, perspectives, and stories that matter because moms matter. And maybe, just maybe, this will make our collective journey a little bit easier and a lot more fun. On this episode, we are really excited to have Sarah Anderson join us. Sarah is a strength and movement coach who loves to explore and redefine her boundaries in body and mind. From strength training to gymnastics, yoga, calisthenics, and mobility training, her movement practice and teaching is inspired by a wide range of methodologies. As a practitioner of mindful movement, Sarah challenges her clients to navigate their own edges through patterns that are functional, purposeful, and sustainable. Her curiosity, creativity, and attention to detail translates from her own training practices and research into her passion for coaching and working with women. Sarah loves empowering, guiding, and holding space for her clients to inspire positive change from the inside out while achieving things they never thought were possible. Thank you so much for having me. This is an honor. We're so excited to have you on here today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how Sarah Moves got started? Sure. It's kind of funny because Sarah Moves is not actually my business name or it wasn't originally, but it started out as I changed my Instagram handle. And the more I started sharing my movement and training practices, people started calling me Sarah Moves. <laughs> it just kind of stuck. So like, let's just go with it. I'll give you a little bit of background. I was transitioning out of the corporate world where I was a designer and an art director. And during that time, I was an avid yoga practitioner. And so I was practicing and studying yoga quite a bit, not doing a whole lot of strength training at the time. And it was through some injuries that I was navigating that brought me into strength training. And there was specifically, I was doing body weight strength training, mobility training, and I was exploring a little bit of gymnastics strength training and things like that. And that's where I just fell in love. And it was through that, that I started exploring, like my whole world kind of exploded. And I started doing a whole bunch of different things and just every movement modality that sounded exciting and new, I would take a course or study it for a while and find a teacher that I could learn from. So there was a period of time where I was doing everything from spinning to kettlebell classes, to all different types of yoga. I started, I did a prenatal yoga course. I was teaching prenatal. I was doing power yoga classes and yoga for certain types of athletes. And then eventually I started doing personal training because I felt like I wasn't able to serve people on the individual basis. And in the group scenario, it's a little bit harder to reach people's specific needs. So that's where I fell down the personal training rabbit hole. I was doing the personal training and the group strength uh, and mobility and movement classes. And then um, my husband and I moved overseas Um, because he also changed careers and decided he wanted to study medicine. And in the process of us moving overseas, I then had to start over again. And so while I was over there, I developed my first online uh, coaching program. And I also was working with clients individually. When we moved back to Canada because of the pandemic and also just because of our our trajectory, uh, that's when I started to incorporate more of my virtual coaching. It was kind of forced into it because of the pandemic. And it was, it was something I kind of avoided at the beginning. And I 
it was, it surprised me how much I was able to connect with people and really resonate with my clients. I, I really avoided it for a while at the very beginning because I changed careers to connect with people and to build relationships. And I'm a very touchy feelies type of coach and I like to poke people and prod and, and be in their physical space. And so it really threw me off how much I felt I was able to still connect in a really deep way and, and make changes in a really deep way and impact people. So that was a really beautiful silver lining that came out of the pandemic for me. And it was through that experience that I developed my two coaching programs that I'm currently still working on right now. They're still virtual but and they're still online, but there is a coaching component in both of them where I'm very involved. And for me, that was super important because even though it opens up the world for us to be able to train wherever it is that we are, um, I didn't want to lose the specific customization that comes from all of my background in personal training. So that's kind of how I got to where I am now. So really multifaceted approach to strength and functional fitness. Is that, was that how you would sum it up? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I would say multifaceted in that I, I see all of the different types of modalities that I've researched and learned from sort of are part of my toolkit. And depending on whoever it is that I'm working with, I will dip from that. So if I'm working with a new mom, for example, or if I'm working with someone who's postpartum, or I'm working with someone who uh, has a specific goal that they want to achieve, or there's like there's a whole spectrum of people. I have ranges, age ranges as well um, that I work with. So depending on their specific needs, I'll customize how it is that we work together. So why is strength and movement throughout pregnancy so important? How does it help women? How does it make pregnancy easier? And how, what can women do to support themselves in that way? Sarah, I'm really curious about this because I'm 31 weeks pregnant and I'm feeling like the grunting right now when I bend over, but I still want to stay active. Yeah. So, oh, so, such a, so such a right good now. question. And um, I think there are, is less of it now, but I think there are a lot of outdated beliefs still floating around along the lines of there being stigmas with strength training during pregnancy and how it's dangerous. You know, obviously you want to have clearance from your doctor in order to do certain things um, at any point, pregnancy or not, but there's there are just so many benefits to having a movement practice while you're pregnant. And I think a lot of us believe or have been told that you just need to walk and do yoga and there's nothing wrong with walking and there's nothing wrong with doing yoga. And I'm not um, demonizing those two things are amazing. Um, but it's, it's also important to think about the fact that you are literally carrying extra weight on in your body. Uh, and then eventually you're going to have that external weight that you're going to be carrying around and you're not impaired, you're not broken, you are growing a baby inside of you and your body was designed for this. And so I think of it as just such an amazing opportunity for you to prepare your body and your mind for, for the pregnancy, but also for, you know, postpartum when you're, when you have this being that you're carrying, like I, when I was teaching prenatal, which I loved, I challenged the students in my class to do more specific movements that were longer holds or, you know, shoulder strengthening stuff, because I think often it's like, oh, we just need to stretch and stretching is very important. And there's, there's definitely a place for that down regulation, nervous system, um, relaxation that we all need, the massage, like all of it. Um, but I think we also 
don't necessarily think about the fact that you're going to be holding on to a weight like all the time. A very that, growing weight that that weight is going to increase very quickly over time, right? That weight is going to get heavier and heavier and your posture is going to change and you're going to have to adjust to holding on to the baby and you're going to have to adjust to, to holding yourself while your belly is growing. And there's so many things that impact that, you know, like your posture, the way you hold yourself, how you walk, how your body's changing throughout the whole nine months. Like it's, it's an amazing, amazing, miraculous thing. And there are ways that you can set yourself up so you can be more supported in your structure and more strong in your structure during that time. So I think it's super important. <laughs> I love that so much. And, and, you know, you did even talk about the toddler factor because there's toddlers to pick up and carry as well. Right, Erin? Yeah. <laughs> And they just keep getting heavier. <laughs> it's a, and it's inc- absolutely incredible. I, I had a, one of my clients came to me because it was during a time that she was, uh, it was postpartum specifically. And I was trying to find objects that were sort of awkward enough that I could, that I could like represent what it would be like, because it's not the same. You're just holding a dumbbell or a kettlebell. It's going to be easy. Like if you, you know, but they don't squirm as much at all. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> way less squirmy. (laughs) I'm also so curious as someone who, um, is obviously pregnant right now. And this is my second baby. I just remember, um, after, after my first, I felt this weird contradiction in a sense between trying to get back to who I was, but also letting my body heal. Um, I had a C-section. It wasn't an easy recovery. And so I'm I'm wondering how you kind of find that right balance between letting your body heal and then starting to build up that strength again and how you know when it's the right time to do so. Such a good question, Erin. Um, and I think it's it's so um, I often have found that there'll be two extremes in that in that situation. Um, not always I'm generalizing it, but like generally speaking, there'll be um, the one who just jumps right back in and it's like too much too soon um, postpartum. And then there's also some who are afraid to move or they're told just to rest and just to and that things will just go back to normal on their own. And even that term I think is problematic going back to normal. I'm air quoting that or going back to the way you were. I can, I think can also be a problematic place to go in your, in your mind. Um, But I think the first thing is just having compassion for yourself and what your body has been through and knowing that like, especially if you have had a C-section or if you've had complications, regardless of, of the birth, whether it was vaginal or not, there's going to be a lot of healing that needs to happen. And your body has been through this whole journey, this whole pilgrimage to have this thing happen. And I think having compassion and patience in that, the process of things recalibrating and reconnecting to that and your relationship to yourself as an individual has shifted, your relationship to your body has shifted and, and being open to that process um, in a, a forward momentum way. So trying not to think, oh, like, how can I go back to the way I was? How can I, you know, you're, you're not the same person now. And, and, and maybe there are things about the changes that have come from this physically that can feel, um, 
that can take you down a certain trajectory in your mind where you might think, where you might start comparing. Uh, but I really feel that the, this can be the opportunity for you to celebrate this miraculous shift that your body has been through and, and this um, incredible thing that you have, have accomplished. And the changes are these, you know, they're like, Badges of honor is sort of like a badge of honor, you know, oh, like beautiful. as you go through the way that your, your body has shifted and changed. And it's like, if I can do this, like, what else can I do? Like, if I can accomplish this, what else can this incredible body do? I love that perspective. I love that. I think moving through that process postpartum and getting back connected to your body in this new way can be such a beautiful experience if you're open to it. And, and it's kind of like putting on this curiosity hat of like, oh, what is it going to feel like now when I do this particular movement again? Or, you know, as I feel things shifting in my deep core while I'm reconnecting to these parts of my body, like, how is that going to feel? And it is compelling because we take about 10 months to grow a baby and there's an expectation that we snap back. And I mean, let's normalize taking the equivalent amount of time to reconnect to self and reconnect to body because we consider postpartum a lot of moms breastfeed. There's stuff happening and your body is not your own for a long time after. Yeah. You know, personally, Stella just turned three and I'm only now just starting to feel like my body is mine again. So I think we have to acknowledge that it's a part of a process. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and seeing that process as, as being, um, part of this, this whole experience that so many people don't get to experience. Like you actually get to experience your body in an entire new way and experience things in an entire new way. It's quite a miracle that you can even do that. It's like, you could, you could know, this is a, like silly small example, but let's say you were like really good at crushing pushups before you got pregnant. The next time that you, when you build up your upper body strength to, to do a pushup again afterwards, that might feel like a completely different thing in your body, in your mind. Like you're, you're, you're a different person. You're in a different body. Um, and I just think that's really cool. So you fun. Guys, you guys are inspiring me to look at my pregnancy in a different way. I feel like I've been in a, a bit of a slump and now I'm feeling like a superwoman. So thank you guys. Yeah, you, you are, are a superwoman. Super <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. That's right. Just what you needed right now. Oh, 100%. I needed to hear this. Thank you, Sarah. What is your advice for new mamas who are feeling very tired? Obviously, a lot of things come postpartum, late nights, um, lack of sleep. And so it can be hard to like add one other thing to your plate around movement. And it can be easy to toss that to the side. Where should women start? What's an easy place to start if they are feeling that way? I would say the first thing to consider is that less is more and that your body is already pro processing and going through a lot of stress and it's not necessarily bad stress. It's just, we have a lot going on. Like even in a, a air quotes rest state, we're processing a lot and there's a lot happening. And when we start to reintroduce movement on top of that, it can be a lot. Um, and so I think less is more, but also just 
giving yourself the opportunity to treat this as a process too. And what I do specifically with a couple of my clients that I'm working with in one of my programs is there's three core stabilization movements that I like to focus on. So my advice is to start with just connecting to the breath. Um, that's, that's the first place that, uh, that we go in my strong foundations program where I, it's not specifically postpartum, but I have a lot of women that have come through it, um, in that stage and in various degrees. Um, and one in particular that I'm working with right now, she's three months postpartum and well, it might take one person, one session to feel like they can reconnect to their diaphragm. It might take another person two, three weeks. So it's just coming back to the, to the diaphragmatic breath and breathing with our diaphragm. And depending on how your pregnancy went down, um, this might be harder for you to do. Well, and that can even take so much longer, right? Like I'll say that like with my second pregnancy, my diaphragm was pushed so far up that I'm still working. Like I still have to think about consciously reconnecting and doing diaphragmatic breathing. Yeah. And it is, it's like you're, you're reconnecting those neural pathways to that, that muscle and, and the breathing, the diaphragm is the breathing muscle, which is one of the, the series of muscles that's involved in your deep core unit, which is really affected by birth and the the whole process of pregnancy. So coming back to the breath is huge and, and slowly rebuilding the deep core unit back up again. So breath, and then learning how to how to brace, taking time to um, figure out what that even means, learning what's involved in creating that intra-abdominal pressure that's going to help stabilize uh, the rib cage and the spine and the pelvis in movement before you go into anything crazy and complicated. Those are the first two things that I work with my clients on. And sometimes it can seem like Oh, like, what are we doing? We're just lying here breathing. But when you, like you were saying, Safina, when you, when you actually work on tapping back into this type of breath and this type of movement and this type of bracing and interabdominal pressure, it can be really, really challenging. Yeah. It's almost like figuring out your body again for the first time. Totally. So yeah, I would say it doesn't sound super exciting or sexy. (laughs) To be like, what do I need to do when I go back into movements? Like just learn how to breathe again. And I, I think that can feel really overwhelming for, <laughs> for some people. And it can also be really like, if someone's staring at you, you're like, I, I can't even really focus on breathing because you're, you're staring at me. And it's like that whole process can feel very boring and not sexy, but it, it, it actually is the best place to start. Just breathe. I can do that. <laughs> well, I think it's also a kind of a nice thing, right? Because you don't have to be out there swinging kettlebells. Totally. <laughs> like, let's just take a moment and yeah. breathe. Reconnect. Yeah. Reconnect the chain, right? The abdominal chain with the pelvic floor. Let's get reconnected. A hundred percent. And the, the reality is that if we aren't, if we skip that step, then, and we just go swinging kettlebells or we go running or we do whatever super high impact dynamic movement. And we haven't reconnected with our deep core unit that that's where it can become problematic, uh, in terms of potential injury or just not supporting ourselves. So like I always say, we work from the inside out. And, um, I think that's an amazing way to kind of think of it. It's like your, your baby came from inside of you, you're going to re-strengthen and recalibrate yourself from the inside out. And then you can throw as many kettlebells around as you want. (laughs) 
And I think too, it's, it's important to remember that, especially if you're the type of person that really likes to swing kettlebells, like you, you haven't done it for a while. You want to get back into it, but baby steps, baby steps. I remember my first yoga class postpartum and I was like, oh yeah, like my whole core was split open. Like I felt like my stomach was gone. Like nothing was there. It was just complete jelly. And it's easy to forget that your whole core has been separated for so long. It's pretty wild. It's so wild. One thing that we love about you, Sarah, is in your practice, you really make the connection between human potential and personal development and really align that with strength and movement. Can you speak a little bit more about that connection and what that means to you? It's really important to me. I feel that the the physical realm where we explore certain edges of our capabilities and boundaries and things that we come up against is the perfect training ground for us to explore how we can transfer these skills into our everyday life. And I see it almost like a little ecosystem for us to be in our own space, in our own body, in our own mind, where we come up against things that we find challenging. It might even be a mental barrier that you're coming up against while you're in this physical thing, or it might be the physical barrier that you're coming up against. And then you're just like, ah, this is really hard. I I can't do this thing. Maybe it feels too hard. And if you're in an environment where you're supporting yourself and holding yourself through it, you explore these, this process of change and this process of empowerment and the strength that you build is one thing. When we build strength, we are able to hold ourselves up in a different way. When we are more supported in our structure, our body language changes, the way we feel changes, the way we are in space and our energy changes. But then there's another level of how am I going to feel now that I have this way of being in the world? And once we accomplish things that are hard, (laughs) we realize that there's just so much more we can do. And it takes us to that. Then all of a sudden our world opens up and there's more capacity and and there's some more options. That is so beautifully said. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I love that. And this is why Sarah is a member of our collective as well on the debut. So we are so delighted to have you and want to thank you for being a member of our collective, Sarah. I'm so, so grateful and honored to be a part of your collective. You offer a range of programs for women. Can you tell us a little bit more about your offerings? Sure. I'd love to. The two programs that I'm currently running right now, one is called Strong Foundations and the other is called Strength Club. And Strong Foundations is a 10-week coaching program where women who want to get strong or want to regain strength, and they're not really sure where to begin. Uh, And that's really what this program is for. It's for postpartum women. It's for women who have perhaps been dealing with an injury and they're just coming back to working with their body, or maybe it's just been a long time and they want to reset and just kind of recalibrate and start from the inside out. And it's a 10-week program where each week builds on itself. So it starts with sort of what we were talking about with breathing, learning how to brace, re-establishing that connection to our deep core unit. It moves from core focus into mobility work. And and then from there, we move into more technique-focused stuff. So my intention with this program is that by the end, women feel 
more confident in what they can do. Uh, they're more connected to their body and they might have more of an idea of how they might move into working towards specific goals. And that's where Strength Club comes in. And this is where it's more catered to women who have an idea of what they want to do. So they might have a specific goal of achieving a chin-up or a push-up or even a handstand or various things that I help them work on. This is an opportunity for them to work on their specific goals, but with the community of other women working alongside them. So we train together and I'm there coaching and giving both mental and, and physical cues. And uh, it's just a really awesome energy. Both have a really awesome energy where we're just working together on getting stronger and, and connecting. And it's pretty wonderful. So those are the two programs I'm currently working on. And I also am opening up my doors eventually, probably in the coming few months where I might be reintroducing some personal training as well. Sarah, how else can people connect with you? You can connect with me on my website, which is sarahmoves.com. Pretty active on social media, except I just took a week off, <laughs> but, I, but I will be back. My handle on uh, Instagram is Sarah Moves, and I also am pretty active on Facebook. You can connect with me with my personal profile. It's under Sarah Anderson. You can find all the information about my programs in those various places. Thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation and it's totally inspired me. So thank you for sharing your energy and your amazing process around all things pregnancy and postpartum movement. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Erin. Thank you, Safina. (laughs) And you can connect with us on thedebutco.com on Instagram at thedebutco or on LinkedIn at thedebutco. Thanks so much for joining us today.